What's up, church family? Dot Bishop and I would not be in the studio today. We're celebrating the 4th of July weekend, as I know most of you are. Do be safe out there when you do what you do. But in everything that you do, make sure you keep God first and do it in peace and in harmony. Have an announcement before we get started into today's show. Pastor Eric Bell of New Life International Ministries on the 12th of July will be having his church services outside of the church walls. And it's called The Experience. If you have an opportunity to go by, go by and fellowship with them on the 12th of July. Also, we will have an interview with Pastor Eric Bell that we will play here on next Saturday. So you'll get to know a little bit about this man who do so much in the community. You can find out more information about New Life International Ministries by visiting their website at www.newlifemakin.org. Now, there were some angry people behind the decision that was made by the Supreme Court As it relates to same-sex marriages. Now, there was this one Alabama pastor who went completely off. And he decided to go to the City Hall Town Meeting to express his concerns. I'm going to let you listen in to that. And I'll be back in just a moment. Fifth Avenue North. On yesterday, we had a historical thing to happen in the city of Birmingham. They call it historical, you know, made history and all that kind of stuff. But I'm here this morning to talk about another history. History. To me, yesterday was one of the most bizarre scenes I ever seen in this city. One of the most comedic scenes I ever witnessed in public. When I witnessed men with size 13, 14 shoes out there kissing each other in the mouth in front of little kids. It was just bizarre. It was like a freak scene going on. That's what I call it. Now, I know about the government and laws being made, but I got a law this morning that came out of Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 31. And it says, shall a man leave his mother and father and join to his wife, and they shall become one. And to have your kids out there yesterday, six, seven years old, holding flags, the Bible said, provoke not your children. Tariah, Tariah, Proverbs 22 and verse 6, 7, train up a child in the right way he should go. And when he get old, he went to park. I'm so delighted and honored that God would have me bold enough to stand here and talk about this issue. Well, all the preachers was yesterday. You know what I mean? The only thing going to make them come out of them doors when they stop them tithing off in your church. And you can't have men's day no more. And you day and women's day. I bet you're going to have a sign in your hand with Brother Ed then. You're going to be standing in front of the White House then. No, y'all got to leave us alone. You know what I mean? But somebody should have stood up yesterday. Ain't it funny? Everybody got a right but the Christian. So I'm here this morning to talk about my right, because I got a right, too. I can barely say praise the Lord in public now. I might go to jail. I might threaten a lawsuit on the job. You can't have a, tell a person to have a blessed day. Ain't it sad? Y'all, I got a text this morning going to share it, which I'm getting on out here. I got a text all the way from Washington, D.C., and I'm going to break the news to y'all, and y'all in the back of me also. In two more years, in 2016, February the 9th, you only made to marry your partner that you played football with no more. You're going to be able to marry your dog. You're going to be able to marry your cat. You're going to be able to marry your snake. You're going to be able to marry your rat, your roaches. Some of y'all been with the roaches so long, you might well go and marry the roach. <laughs> He's been around your house so long, you're going to be able to marry your broom, your mop. Ain't we going crazy in this world, y'all? Ain't we going crazy? I know Alabama made a lot of money. Y'all say, I know somebody else made a lot of money, too. Duracell ain't got no batteries on the shelf this morning. All the batteries gone. <laughs> 
I tried to find some batteries for my radio this morning. Couldn't find them nowhere. I said, what happened? They said, Rev, they bought all the batteries last night. They celebrated some kind of way. Just bought all the batteries. I don't know what they do with the batteries. No, every day. I'm going to preach. I, I don't go there. You know what I mean? I don't know what they did with all the batteries. Now, Mr. Mayor, don't stop me in the hallway, you and your security team, and tell me I can't come here talking like I talk. Because you got a political job to do, I got a biblical job to do. And I'm going to do mine and you do yours. I'm going to stay in my lane and you stay in yours. I ain't bought by nobody. If I had to die doing what I'm going to do, I'm just fine. Y'all remember Peter and si uh, Paul and Silas were thrown in jail. I'm getting out of here, Mr. Off. Don't you push that button. Time you remember Paul and Silas <laughs> were thrown in jail? You remember the three Hebrew boys were thrown in the fiery furnace? You remember Daniel was thrown in the last den? They didn't say when he show up or if he show up. They said, we know he going to show up. Why are we scared today, preachers? Your time. Everybody coming out of the closet but the saints. When we going to come out of the closet? And all the gay people ain't show up down there. Y'all say, we got some down low people that didn't show up. Some of them down here. Well, um... <laughs> <laughs> there you have it i um uh, i really don't know what to say <laughs> hey those were his feelings and his expressions and he has a right to express it there are so many things that's happening in the atmosphere saints we definitely got to pray now even though that was somewhat comical he definitely shed light on some things that you probably didn't know that in the year of 2016 you would be able to even marry animals you definitely have to start paying attention look at the news and see what's going on read 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 pray 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 fast like we know we're supposed to be fasting and do the things that we are supposed to be doing as christians listen i'm gonna go ahead and play a show from last saturday and to everyone be blessed you know, there's so much happening um, by the way of news before we even get started into what we normally do. And now everyone saw the president. Yeah. Yeah? Did you see it? You know, I, I didn't get to watch it. I was actually at work, doing work during those hours, so I did not get to see it. Mm. Well, for those who did not get a chance to see uh, the uh, eulogy on yesterday when the, he was eulogizing Reverend Pickney. It's on our Facebook page. The whole uh, service is out there. Well, where the president starts speaking. So it's out there. If you want to go to the Zone Radio, you can go out there and check it out. Uh, awesome, awesome eulogy. And uh, he did a great job with that. You know, some people say it um, sound like he was an old Baptist preacher. That's what they've been saying. You know, I was getting that text. They say it sound like old Baptist preacher? Yeah. Yeah, say so he, he needed an organ behind him. Yeah, especially when he started singing. He needed <laughs> something behind him. I don't know what. Everybody join in. If, <laughs> well, if that's the case, then I should be right at home when I go just go and start singing. No. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Well, if it worked for the president. It's about saving lives. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I will play some of the audio from that. And we do have like a little three, four minute clip. So you guys can listen in. Those who didn't get an opportunity to hear it, again, go to our Facebook page. It's on radio. The footage is out there. The whole full sermon that he did for the eulogy. Um, a lot of things happened on yesterday. Uh, after the funeral, 
Yesterday was also with the Supreme Court decision of same-sex marriages in all 50 states. Doc, you're quiet. You're, you're not saying anything. I'm, I'm waiting for you to go to the next point. Well, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, before the ink could even get dry good, the Supreme Court, after they made their ruling on yesterday, which was five to four, effectively, for that ruling, um, there were people in different states, like Wisconsin governor um, took the opportunity and said, look, we are going to uh, table this for now because uh, we need to make sure um, that we're not invoking our own rights to have a constitutional amendment. And Mississippi, the uh, Attorney General issued a statement saying that um, his office is not standing in the way of the Supreme Court's decision, but the ruling will not be in effect until a stay is issued by a Fifth Circuit judge. So, um, and so on and so forth, even in Alabama. Um, the Alabama said, uh, they said, we're not issuing any marriage license to anybody until we come to a, a uh, conclusion. Now, you're going to stop issuing marriage license to everyone? He said they're not going to issue any marriage licenses until they have a chance to read the Supreme Court ruling and figure out how to proceed. And there are other counties that are complying with the stoppage. Um, now, here in, in our city, here in Macon, we had the first ever uh, same-sex marriage that took place um, yesterday. It would be correct. Yeah, so it, that, that happened. Uh, it's a big thing, and uh, this is what's going on in our news. So that's at the top of the hour for us. We hadn't even got into the news news good. But just want to give you guys some highlights of what's going on because um, there's a lot happening. Even after, now you had the eulogy that took place yesterday, and the president gave such a, um, a great sermon. He really did. And if people listened to it, they would have learned something or got something out of that. But early this morning. Early. Early this morning. Early this morning, Jesus. Young black woman out there in South Carolina. My Lord. Decided she was going to climb the flag pole out there. Well. And take down the flag. No now, she was already 30 feet off the ground when they start yelling to her to come down, get off of that, get down off that pole. <laughs> she was 30 feet up high. And she looked back and she kept climbing. Now, I got to give it to her. That pole was pretty high up there. But she didn't stop until she got that flag. She got it. Yeah, and uh, she came out. Well, now, they locked up. They did lock up. But they, they said they just turned around and put another flag up there. She climbed a 30-foot pole. Well, higher than that. But she was uh, already 30 feet off the ground when they were telling her to come down. A lot is going on. There's a lot. There is a lot going on. A but lot. But yet, but yet. Yeah. We got to pray. We, we definitely got to pray. Um, pray some more and pray harder. Yeah, we got to pray um, and, and continue to pray because even in the wake of this, uh, the KKK has, you know, um, railed its head. Have came out of the closet there uh, to start recruiting. They was in the closet. 
You know, they, they, I think when you're hiding your face, that's kind of like being in a closet, isn't it? Because nobody really know who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people in different states that are saying, look, if you're going to be a part of such an organization, we definitely would like to be able to know who you are while you hide. Mm-hmm. If you're so proud of it. Well, Jesus. Well, I'm just saying, this is the news. This is the news. This is not, uh, you know us that this is what's happening in the news but I thought it would be interesting to go ahead and kick it off with the things that are happening surrounding these incidents there's definitely a lot going on in our in our nation a lot of things that we definitely got to take in consideration I think that the focus of the church need to be God what is it that you definitely want us to pray for Second Corinthians seven fourteen is something that we need to focus on in this season well you know let's listen in to what the president said on yesterday and again this is straight talk for christians we're bringing it to you straight but let's listen in he has some things to say yesterday during that service and i think it's worth you all taking note we'll be back in a moment it was an act that drew on a long history of bombs and arson, and shots fired at churches, not random, but as a means of control, a way to terrorize and oppress. An act that he imagined would incite fear and recrimination violence and suspicion, an act that he presumed would deepen divisions that trace back to our nation's original sin. Oh, but God works in mysterious ways. Blinded by hatred, the alleged killer could not see the grace surrounding Reverend Pickney and that Bible study group. The light of love that shone as they opened the church doors and invited a stranger to join in their prayer circle. The alleged killer could have never anticipated the way the families of the fallen would respond when they saw him in court in the midst of unspeakable grief with words of forgiveness. He couldn't imagine that. The alleged killer could not imagine how the city of Charleston, under the good and wise leadership of Mayor Riley, how the state of South Carolina how the United States of America would respond, not merely with revulsion at his evil act, but with big-hearted generosity, and more importantly, with a thoughtful introspection and self-examination that we so rarely see in public life. As a nation, out of 
this terrible tragedy. God has visited grace upon us, for he has allowed us to see where we've been blind. Gratitude. For too long, we were blind to the pain that the Confederate flag stirred in too many of our citizens. The cause of slavery was wrong. The imposition, by taking down that flag, we express God's grace. That we embrace changes in how we train and equip our police so that the bonds of trust between law enforcement and the communities they serve make us all safer and more secure. But we're also guarding against this subtle impulse to call Johnny back for a job interview, but not Jamal. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. All right, there you have it. So, and then he, so you say he can sing that? He he has a nice baritone um, voice. He, he, he did pretty good singing Amazing Grace, and he was on tune and on key. Hmm. Yes. Yes, indeed. Hmm. Well. Amazing Grace. I felt that Amazing Grace. That Amazing, <laughs> <laughs> that amazing Grace came from within. He sung it from the depth of his soul. Whatever. On that note, <laughs> we're going to go ahead on and kick it off with our song like we always do, and we'll be back in a moment. Word. 
Alright, well we're back And You know what Doc, there's so much Like we talked about earlier that's happening In the atmosphere But You know, God is still in control Of, of everything Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Did I lose you? No, you didn't lose me. I was just thinking, you know, that is something that we need to constantly, mm -hmm. you know, remind ourselves of getting all these things. God is still in control. God mm -hmm. is in control of all things. You know, even in the midst of people saying, where is God? God is in the same place that he's always been. He's near us, mm -hmm. you know. But and still continuing. We're still in the process of raising up leaders. Um, as a matter of fact, I have none other than Bishop Henry Chan on the phone. Thank you, sir, for uh, calling in today. Yes, and, uh, and we heard about the fact that you're having a leadership workshop that's going to be taking place at your church in July. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the leadership workshop that we're having at um, the church is New Generational um, Beginning Ministry in Montrose, Georgia. What it is is basically trying to equip the people, um, not just from a spiritual point of view, but mainly just trying to get them from... Uh, a world point of view leadership how to how to attack that how to come at it because i believe that what they're doing what we're doing with this leadership is, is not only just equipping them because a lot of people say that they equip you know spiritually mm -hmm. but when you get outside the spirituality can you still handle your the leadership that you say that you have so i believe it's just a diverse getting their mindset to a different place not just to the tradition of what we always hear Mm -hmm. And you know what, and that, that is so key because a lot of times when it comes to leadership, we don't talk about conflict and resolution. Uh, we don't talk about how you, as a leader, still maintain who you are in the midst of everything that's going on. And look, I feel like I'm being attacked. Do you hear my voice going? All right, everybody, y'all pray for me, pray for me, pray for me right now. <laughs> you know, we find that. Okay, that came out of nowhere. But leadership is very important. And even the aspect, because, you know, we lost, and we have been seeing a lot of, uh, you know, our leaders, you know, that are uh, passing away. But then we have to have someone already in place that can take the baton, so to speak. That's right. That's right. Because even before... Um God, as we say, took away Moses. There was still there was a Joshua. Am I mm -hmm. right? Yes. So there's always God has to raise up leaders. I mean, He has to raise up leaders with a mindset that have a mindset of the now. Mm -hmm. Now, um, um, I know you said that this leadership workshop is going to be dealing with how they can get out in the community and still be leaders, and I like that because you're not coming at it from that whole we're just going to teach you how to be a leader in the church right. that why is that whole person concept so important well uh, one thing is is that even when paul said when i went in the wrong you know he said wherever i this put it in my words wherever i go i got to conform to where i am mm -hmm. i got to become where i am so it's simply saying that you you want to be able to relate to people not just on a spiritual level meet them where they are mm-hmm 
Yeah, meeting them where they meet them where they are, giving them a diverse. Because one thing we try to beat them up so much. Well, this is what the church, blah blah blah. Okay, but in, in actuality, I'm a firm believer. There's always two sides to every to every coin to everything. There's a spiritual and a natural. So I believe it's just trying to get their mindset to a place as a whole, letting them know. Okay, because watch this. Let me put this in. A lot of times when 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 we go out into the world and they say, well, this is uh, Pastor So and So, or this is Bishop so and so this is evangelist so and so the first thing people going to think okay they finna bring throw the bible at me no i'm gonna meet you right where you are mm -hmm. because leadership started watch this leadership didn't start when i got in the church mm -hmm. just something that the majority of the time you was born with it mm -hmm. go ahead on bishop preach people are learned in it yes mm -hmm. yes well, my question for you, Bishop, you know, everybody has their own interpretation and their own definition of what a leader is. In your own opinion, in your words, what would you say is a leader? What is the essence of a true leader? I believe um, the, the, what the essence of a true leader, what a leader is. To me, a leader is one that is able to lead in spite of. Mm -hmm. A leader is one that is able to carry a load even when everything is getting shifted to them. They're still able to carry and not okay let me thank you i'm glad you asked that i thank you god watch this and watch this the other thing is i believe that leading uh the essence of leadership is not being in your feelings oh yes i love that i love that because some people get in their feelings and they don't want to lead no more there you go so they feel as though then when you when you got someone that's done wrong you or they hurting you now you can't you can't lead them or you can't teach them now because uh, but you still on a you still are on a, a assignment mm -hmm. so you have to be able to lead without the feelings being involved knowing that you still got a responsibility not just to the individual but to yourself amen amen can't watch the whole building burn down because they, they made you mad. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, that's funny, but I like it. You know, thank you so much. Now, when is this workshop taking place? Well, the workshop is taking place July the 17th and July the 18th. Mm -hmm. July the 17th is on a Friday. We'll be starting off at 7 o'clock. Um, looking forward to we having the National Church Chamber of Commerce come down. It's going to be a blessing. Going to be at, um, once again, New Generation Beginning Ministry at 4504 um, Highway 80 West in Montrose, Georgia. Starts at 7 o'clock on July the 17th. And then that Saturday, um, July the 18th, it starts at 1 o'clock. Okay, okay, and that that sounds good. Are you gonna be serving food down down that way? Well, oh, we gonna serve a little. You, you can, one thing I learned, one thing I, I don't find that you can't get them too, you know, too full, but they go to sleep <laughs> on you. So we gonna have the finger food. You know, we gonna have some things to make sure they take very taken care of. Just wanna make uh, sure so me, so me and well. Dot know uh, where we need to be. Yeah, 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 y'all can come on, come on, man. <laughs> Be ready to learn, because God is going to do some things. I, I'm a firm believer. My, I got a lot of people that's been calling me. Uh, they're excited about it. I'm excited about it myself. Mm -mm. Well, thank you so much, Bishop, and we appreciate you and for all the work that you're doing there and in the community as a whole. Be blessed, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Y'all be blessed. Well, Doc, there you have it. You know, it's good to uh, get into the whole aspect of leadership and, and what that's about. And I applaud him for that because some people won't even tackle that. You know, a lot of people can't tackle it because 
for two reasons. They're either trying to put a pay on it or either they're, they're not effective leaders themselves. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about having leadership conferences or workshops, it automatically turns into a church service. Yeah, instead of dealing with the <laughs> actual issue, the real issue, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I definitely applaud him for just taking the time out to have a workshop because we got to stay in a place where we're constantly learning mm -hmm. and we're gaining knowledge. Because that's conflict that happens in the church. We we need conflict resolution in the church. Of course we do. You know, Sister Jane might say the wrong thing to you. You can't you can't just say I'm not going to deal with Sister Jane no more. No. And you're the leader. No, you, no. So you you, yeah, you still got to find a way to, to uh, empower so I think that is definitely something that is needed from like he said that aspect of how you deal with them the whole person concept and the issues that leaders face outside of just talking about spiritual leadership that happens in the church that's right that's right well Again, you know, guys, go out there. It's put on by the National Church Chamber of Commerce. You can go out to their website as www.chamberofchurches.com. Again, that's www.chambersofchurches.com and register at their website. Right, Doc? That's right. All right. Well, you know, um, some more things that is actually happening in the news. You ready? Are you really ready for this? Should That's you be awesome. ready? I, you know what? I'm never ready with you, mm -hmm. but I'm learning to always be ready. Well, now, you know Facebook. Facebook, um, people are complaining that there's not enough diversity with Facebook, the company. And, and the reason why they say that is like, hey, look, you got 1.4 million uh, billion users around the globe that's using your account. However, in the workforce, you have a low majority, well, minority of uh, African Americans that's working. Minorities, period. And why is that? Why do you only have 2% uh, that might be minorities out of all the people you have working for you? Wow working for Facebook itself. As a company. Wow. Well, what do, what do you do with that? You know, I, I just thought it was interesting, and, you know, because a lot of people don't even know. They, they, they have uh, EEO complaints filed against them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you even know that? I did not know that. I did not know with supporters of things that only support the minority in the capacity that they should, but they're reaping the benefits. So that's that's another nugget. Mm, yeah, it is a nugget. <laughs> that's a yeah. another nugget. Forty five wow. black staff out of a total of forty two hundred. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Some something like that. That is two percent. Yeah. I mean, you know, we said 2% out of a number, but when you actually get the real numbers, you're like, oh, okay, now I know what 2% means. Let me tell you what 2% is. You know how you have the black bean vanilla ice cream, and you get the vanilla, all the vanilla is covered up, but you got that one little speck, that one little black bean that's in there. That's the 2%. <laughs> you know, I am. Um... Hey, I'm trying to paint the picture. I'm trying to paint the picture. Go with me. You won't go with me. See? 
I'm trying to go with you. I need you to go with me. I don't know where you went. <laughs> Barbara Christina, uh, you know, they took her out for support. Yeah. Off the uh, whole uh, life support thing. They, they're waiting out to see what's going to happen with her. Um, right now, they're looking at um, filing charges against her boyfriend, Nick Gordon, who they said had been spending a lot of her money even after, uh, you know, she went into this induced coma. He was spending more money that he had beat her reportedly over and over again, uh, knocked off one of her tooth, that kind of thing. And she was on the verge of going to talk to someone about how to get away from him, but she never showed up. And even after they pulled her out the tub, her, her mouth was swollen and another tooth had been knocked out. Isn't that something? That's definitely something. That is, you know, it's, it's just one of those things you got to, you know, I, I would never be able to understand the complexity of relationships like that. But, you know, hey, if there is a way out, you got to take it on the first sign. So we're definitely praying for it. Yes. You know, he sounds a little suspect to me, you know, because I was reading some stuff today and they were saying that he's all the way in Florida. This is your girlfriend and she's on life support. Well, you're in Florida really basically chilling. Yeah. He spent a lot of her money. Yeah, yeah, spending that money. A lot of her money. So we're going to see what's going to happen with that. Um, Tracy Morgan, Kevin Hart, and L. Cool J are going to get stars dedicated to them on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so. Awesome. And they will also be joined by other honorees like Shirley Caesar. Wow. Oh, it's Shirley. Is Shirley Caesar going to get a star? She got, well, She's not played in the movies, is it? I thought it was just like for movies. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know you get one for singing. You get one for singing? Well, mm. Hey, look, I'm just saying, that's what it says, so I mean, you hey, know. There's a lot of people on there who got stars. I can't I remember. don't know. But, I just thought it was but, all about acting. But, but, you know, wait, wait, I just want to say something about Pastor Shirley. Mm -hmm. Now, Pastor Shirley sent and put a video out asking for donation for her church. I'm not going to talk about uh, Pastor. I'm just asking. Just asking. And now she's getting a star. Kevin Hart just came up a little bit. Just came within the last five years. And he's getting a star somewhere right about there. Anyway. You know what? I just want to know who's giving out stars. You, Can you, I get a star? I, I'm a humanitarian. I don't. I am a radio. I'm not going to even talk about. It. I sing in the church. I you, even come to the you're church. on that limb by yourself. Listen, I even teach. You are on that limb all by yourself. I'm just. Can I get a star? No, I'm not gonna say anything. I ain't coming to pay for You know, Shirley Caesar's been around a long time. She said, "Hold your mute," but I gotta let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I just want to know. I just want to know. Well, Farrakhan has announced that he's going to come out with another Million Man March that's going to be happening. Um, they're looking at October the 10th, which will mark the 20th anniversary of the march that took place. So he has been hidden for a long time. You know, he went in hibernation, and you know what? He maintained the complexity of his skin. Did you notice that? So he ain't been in no sun. He ain't been in no sun, so he's finally coming out now again. I mean, you know, uh, he he's been no doing he's been doing his thing, but we really haven't seen him mainstream uh, in the public side as far as the media is concerned. But he's still been doing his thing with his 
church, I guess, whatever they call it, the Nation of Islam. Mm. However, they're going to have the Million Man March. He's planning to come out with that. Like, again, it's scheduled for the 10th of October. I won't be able to make that. Did you make the last one? Uh-uh. I think I was really, I think there was like 94, 92, 96, 99, something. I, I was probably playing with the kickball or something or football practice or something. I was very little. I was young. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all the news we have. And we'll be back in a moment. It could be in the morning Before the sun even starts to shine Before I open my eyes, you're on my mind Even if it gets too stormy in here And the winds, they start to blow I can rest assured and know you'll never let me go You're just when I need you Not a second late, you're right Why don't time to make a way and save the day you're like a superhero That's why I never feel you're there Oh, just when I need you, I know you'll be there I know you'll be there It could be late in the midnight hour If my soul is in distress you remind me that with you I'm blessed Let go of the stress A present help in trouble That's That I can't lose as long as I know that you're there Just when I need you Not a second late, you're right Why don't time to make a way and save the day you're Like a superhero why I never feel you're there Just when I need you, I know you'll be there Just when I need you, not a second late, you're right Right on time to make a way and save the day Like a superhero, that's why I never feel you're there Just when I need you, I know you'll be there
All right. Well, Doc, it's about that time. Are you ready? I'm still like a little lost when you was talking about um, Farrakhan. You know, I've been trying to figure that one out. Um, But I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that go. Yeah. Because yeah. he's still light-skinned, ain't he? Ain't he still on the little light side? He, he still got straight hair, is it? Don't caked up for a little bit. I can't remember. I ain't seen him or so. You know what? I'm not going to go there asking. with I'm you. Asking. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to have to let you be out there by yourself. Hey, it's all done and fun and love. Just asking sincere questions. Oh, yeah. It's all it's all yeah. fun and love. Yeah. That's right. Don't everybody come up here and and, uh, and try to jump on uh, my co-host at the same time. <laughs> no, this is all jokes. All jokes. Well, now we're going to be talking about how to maintain peace in the face of adversity. Wow, that's pretty serious. That's that's definitely serious. Serious, serious topic. Well, how do yeah? How do you maintain peace in the face of adversity? It's easy to say, you know, uh, you maintain your peace by you know ignoring the different things that that are happening and the things that are coming up against you. It's easy to say to keep moving, you know, and don't have any people around me mm-hmm. that I can vent to mm-hmm. to help me keep moving and help me to stay focused. Oh, and my favorite phrase is. Having a battle buddy. Having a battle buddy. I mean, I really think you have to have a battle buddy. And when I said battle buddy, and, and you guys probably heard me say it over and over again, and you probably will always hear me say that, because I, I do believe you have to have someone that you're connected to that can restore you back, um, that can minister to you. Um, so it that has to happen. And there's some, somebody that you trust, that you know is a confidant that can can cover you when you are having a moment. Because realistically, we all will have a moment. have a moment. Yeah, we all will have a moment. Yeah. So, you know, maintaining your peace in it is that you have to forgive people who have wronged you. That you feel like that may have tried to deserve your peace. And, you know, that's one of the most important things because the Bible tells us to forgive so that your Heavenly Father can forgive you. Mm-hmm. And I've realized growing in this Christian walk that we're dealing with a whole lot of people who is walking around with unforgiveness in their heart. They're saying that they're forgiven. They're saying that they're carrying the fruit. But when things happen, it takes them back. Mm-hmm. And that same bitterness, living in that same moment as if it just happened it begins to sprout up. Well, and then that person has no peace. And they have no peace all over again. You know, they have no peace. Because you uh, you can't say that you have peace when you're still holding on to bitterness. That's right. And all those things. But it's, it's one of those things where you, like you said, you have to pray. and uh, But you have to meditate on other things like the Bible said think on these things these things that are of, of good report these things that that are lovely all these things so you you have to take your mind to a different place 
you know, I think for me, because I'm such a verbal person, mm -hmm. you know, when things happen, adversity comes up, and I'm, I'm learning over the years, I'm learning how to respond to adversity mm -hmm. so that it really won't disturb my peace because a lot of times as Christians, we try to, we got to make sure we speak right. We got to make sure that we, do, you know, we're always constantly checking But sometimes ourselves. as Christians, we're not real. But, and, and that's the thing about it, because we're, we're masking what we're really feeling. Mm -hmm. And we're masking. Why do you think that? Do we mask because we, we, uh, we don't want to be negatively viewed by other Christians? I think we don't want people to see that we as Christians hurt too. That we as, we as Christians get offended and we get in our emotions. Because sometimes positions and titles mm -hmm. uh, will cause us to not want people to see that we're just like them. So you're like an action hero. <laughs> Basically. You don't want them to know your weakness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you know, and I think that's what a lot of... You know, people who hold positions in the church, they don't allow their vulnerability to be shown to let people know, you know, I hurt too. There are things that have happened. And mm -hmm. even now, you know, doors may be opening, things may be happening, but I still go through various trials that shake me up. Mm -hmm. That's just life. Yeah, well... Now, you should have a gauge because, uh, uh, you know, there's a certain amount of transparency that you can have, but then there's certain things that people can't handle. So you have to be careful. I agree. Yeah, you have to be careful. However, you still have things that, you know, you have to deal with and learn how to overcome. You know, I think the best model is Jesus. The best model, because I say that, because Jesus, here is Jesus allowed the his disciples to see his uh, uh, how he was at all times. Mm -hmm. They basically, you know, they were living with him. They were like roommates. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They was traveling together. They were doing things together. They would see him, you know, become aggravated. They got to see all fractions of who Jesus was. Mm -hmm. And here it is. Here you got Judas who was in the circle, mm -hmm. went and exposed him to the enemy for money, mm -hmm. and then come back and then betrays him, and then he was betrayed with a kiss. But here's the most powerful thing about it. Jesus still loved him the same. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we need to learn how to respond and love people regardless of what they've done to us. Mm -hmm. they, you know, it, they're not physically trying to kill us. Well, spiritually, they may be they may be trying to sabotage our ministry, sabotage our name, you know, try to stop the things that God has done for us. Try to stop is what I said. Mm -hmm. And and then we become so angry and bitter at them that we don't harbor, we don't have the love of God for them anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that we can ever make because we still have to pray for our enemies. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to pray for your enemies, but you can't let them upset mm -hmm. your your peace. Um why is peace important? And I know it's important, but why is it important, Doc? I, <laughs> peace is important to any person because it keeps you balanced. Mm -hmm. It keeps you sober-minded. It keeps you from being double-minded. For the Word of God says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of, it, all of his ways. Well, a double-minded man is a person that has no peace. Mm -hmm. Because one moment you're up and one moment you're down. One moment you believe and one moment you're not believing. So you're just waiting. They're insatiable. You, you, you're not. Yeah. You know, you never know. People never know how to take you. And mm -hmm. it's because you have disturbed peace within yourself. Peace causes happiness. And when there's no happiness, there's no peace and there's no balance. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and I agree with that. Uh, you maintaining your peace is also uh, maintaining self-discipline. Yes. Because, yes. Uh, you know, now you're not controlled by the actions of others. When we get to a place, and, and knowing, knowing how to embrace peace and knowing how to maintain peace is a maturity. That's right. It's a That's spiritual right. maturity. That's right. Because you're not so easily um, overtaken when someone has an issue with you. That's that right. issue don't become your issue. And you look at it as, hey, this is your issue and it's not my issue. And I'm not going to own that. And so when you have peace with who you are, then you be who you are in the midst of the most difficult circumstances. Even when people are coming at you with... Uh, evil intent mm -hmm. and they're mm -hmm. plotted because they're trying to pick on how to overthrow you and sometimes people will sit and plot to do a particular thing to cause you to want to take down that will cause you to want to quit when the bible says the joy of the lord is our strength and even in in having joy when you maintaining your peace in the midst of all of that then all these things that they do will be just things that they do, but it's to no effect of, of you. That's right. And, and, you know, one of the most important things, T, is that we always have to do an assessment. Mm -hmm. Not just assessing ourselves, but it's assessing the whole picture of the, the whole matter. situation. Because sometimes we often, we often forget that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, mm -hmm. but against principalities, rules of darkness. Do you and think we take a hit because we haven't been watching? Of course, because we, the Bible tells us to watch as well as pray. I'm not saying sometimes we get to the point where we're watching too much and you're still missing. Mm -hmm. You just have to know how to continue to operate in the spirit of discernment because the reality of it is, is there are going to be people who's going to be envious of what God has given you. There are going to be people who are going to come up against you because of the anointing that is on your life and what God has called you mm -hmm. to do because they feel inferior or whatever the case may be. But we as Christians have to continue to maintain our ground. Here it is. Paul, you got Saul and then you have... Uh, David. Mm -hmm. David was anointed as a boy to be king. Mm -hmm. The people asked for a king, so Saul was made their king. Am I mm -hmm. right about it? Mm -hmm. And here it is, David doing what he's he's already been doing for years. Now you got to imagine, you know, here's Saul. I'm the king. You know, you all should honor me. Y'all should do what I need to do. David comes in, start killing things, knocking them down, doing what he's been doing in the field, what he's been practicing for. Mm -hmm. And so when he got the platform, he was able to show out. So of course, when you're when you're showing out on the platform, people are gonna cheer for you. They are gonna root you on. They are gonna say you the best. Mm -hmm. They are gonna overlook the one that's been there 10 to 15 years. And so when a person begin to see an individual coming in and people begin to toot their horn, they begin to stroke their ego, the person who's been serving in that particular position end up operating in jealousy and mm -hmm. anger because they feel like I'm being overlooked. And that's not the intentions of man, that's mm -hmm. just the way man is because we follow the new. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We gravitate to what's new and what's exciting at that moment. Well, now, you know, uh, David was being pursued, too. He was being pursued after mm -hmm. the people started cheering for him, stroking his ego, mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. They put him on the platform. I don't think David intentionally wanted to come in and be recognized. He was just doing what he was sent to do, mm -hmm. what his assignment was, was for that time. His assignment was to aid that king, help him fight on his behalf and all those different things. And when we're in those type of positions and we're taking the enemy down, what you think the enemy going to do? Yeah. 
Pickle. Yeah, well, you know, but uh, Saul was sending David on some tasks that he felt was impossible for David they, to exactly. uh, to excel in, but David excelled anyway. Because he was anointed Yeah, for. he was anointed for it, and so even when he excelled, Saul still got mad. But Saul had issues within himself because, you know, he still had not lined up with his place with God and when he decided he was gonna try to do things in his own strength and that anointing no longer abide with him he still he had issues but that's like the present day church mm -hmm. that's disturbed peace you, you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying because here it is here comes a new individual in ministry God has anointed you to do this God has anointed you give you vision he's giving you insight for administration he is giving you all these different gifts to mm -hmm. be an, to be an asset to this particular ministry and you're moving in and as you're moving in because God has anointed you for it and to aid the king here it is you got pastors and leaders who are over you who will set you up for failure mm -hmm. that's disturbed peace mm -hmm. that's disturbed peace and that's the reality of it so you think that when they they uh, plot to set you up for failure that their peace is disturbed they're disturbing trying to disturb you well they are trying to disturb your peace yeah, yeah they, they, uh, you know they might be trying to do some a whole other a whole yeah. host of other things but um, I do see when people are trying to plot against you that that is an element of people trying to destroy your peace right. but you still have to maintain who you are in the midst of it right and, and we have to know who we're dealing with that goes from a pastor standpoint and it goes from a lay person a minister whomever you have to know whom you're entertaining and whom you're dealing with mm -hmm. at that time this yeah. Is my well, yeah. Have your um, be aware of your surroundings, but um, be comfortable, but with who you are. That's right. You know, okay. and uh, and so because that that's you know, if you're not careful, you would second guess yourself when these things start to happen, and that's the element of your peace being disturbed because you will start second guessing who you are and uh, and questioning yourself, why am I even here? I didn't even ask for this. I didn't even want to do this. I mean, I don't know why they give me a hard time. They can have this. You know, you, you start having all those kind of things. Exactly, exactly. But you know what? You can always tell when there's a disturbed peace because sometimes certain individuals, not mm -hmm. all of us, Certain individuals disturb their own peace. Mm -hmm. you, you understand what I'm saying? It's just like uh, saying you and I were serving in the same church. Mm -hmm. You've been there for a very long time, and I come in and I'm serving, and you see me getting close to the pastor. You see me doing all these different stuff, and you that's jealousy. That's jealousy, but it's disturbed peace within that person uh -huh. because they're becoming disturbed because this new person. It's coming mm -hmm. in, and they feel like you're taking my position, you're taking my pastor, yeah. you, you know, who are you? you? You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is this. We are one body, but many parts. Mm -hmm. You cannot handle every task, every assignment, every uh, prayer service, right. every uh, revival mm -hmm. by yourself. Well, now, you, you're talking to stir peace, but we're talking how to maintain peace. That's true, you know. And so, because that is an element of jealousy. That's someone who, who is jealous. Which that's a spirit. You can't even get the peace until you deal with Amen. some of those seats of the stronghold that is existing in your life. Exactly. You know, uh, when you can't be happy for others. Exactly. And that's a that's an issue. 
that is an issue because the thing about it is when you, in order for me to maintain whatever kind of peace I have, mm -hmm. I have to assess this situation, who it is, what I'm dealing with, what I'm coming up against, all of this other stuff because at the end of the day, if I don't do that, mm -hmm. I'm going to be sitting at home wondering, not sleeping at night, mm -hmm. getting mad, finding myself not wanting to go to church because I cannot maintain my peace because I have not assessed the situation. Mm -hmm. It's just like being in the military. Before y'all go in and pursue anything in the military, before any militant person mm -hmm. goes in, they have to what? They have to assess the situation before they move in. It's what I was told. Well, I you know, in the uh, now, uh, <laughs> they not only they assess the situation, but they uh, assess the situation by understanding the their Indian. position and having a plan uh, with that position. So we have to understand our position and God's plan for our lives. That's right. So that you know, you know, even when the enemy is this. That's, That's right. a given. That's right. The That's enemy right. is going to come up against you. It doesn't matter who, uh, you know, the enemy uses. Like my mom liked to say, he'll use anybody who's usable. That's right. So um, I wouldn't spend so much time, you know, um, really understanding the enemy, you know, his direction on which way he's coming. Because you know he's coming. He's coming. But um, I would think I would want to spend more of my time understanding my position in God's plan for my life and how I need to proceed with that mm -hmm. and becoming more comfortable with who he has created me to be because that's the discovery that we're discovering every day. That's right. You know, and then now when the attacks come, when the attacks come, because they're going to come. That's right. You know, uh, okay, God, I'm... Um, I believe that I'm able to do what you said that I can do. That's right. I believe that I am who you said that I am. Even though uh, they're trying to send me lies, I still believe in what you have told me, and I'm going to stand on your word. So there comes a time when we have to hold our position because the battle has never been given to us to begin with. That's right. It don't even belong to us. That's right. And uh, and watch the hand of God at work when we are obedient to the things that God has given us to do. That's right. And when we embrace uh, who God says that we are, we are able to maintain our peace in the midst of chaos. That's right. That's you right. Know, but it doesn't mean that some of the things that happen won't cause us to grieve in our spirit especially when we know who it's coming from that's right you get that's what i'm saying because right. you know sometimes in the in the body of christ we experience more uh conflict from our own brothers and sisters that's right that's and right. that that's very painful it is very painful. you know uh and and that's called that's that causes a grief because now I had to disassociate myself from someone who I thought was really for me, but I still got to love them and be there for them, but I can't have the same kind of relationship that I once had with them. I, I totally agree. It was just like, you know, this week I had a situation where I didn't know how to maintain my peace. Mm -hmm. and uh, And it's hard to... A lot of times to just start quoting, but not scriptures and things oh, like that. Oh, but you that. know some people down there. They'll tell you in a minute. I, look, I'm not there yet. No. I, I'm not there. Now, there's some instances where I can just I can mm -hmm. spit them out real quick. But, you know, when you are pressed on every side and you're trying to maintain your peace, whether it's mm -hmm. on your job, whether it's in your home, whether it's in school, wherever it may be, 
and the they keep pressing that same spot. Mm-hmm. That's that spot. And yeah, is. and when you pick up the phone and call your battle buddy, you don't necessarily want to hear at that time. Look here, man. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Get that. I need you to get that. You know, you, that's that's not what you want to hear from your battle buddy. You want to hear. Look, we're gonna go ahead and rebuke this thing right now. I'm praying with you. We're gonna pray about this thing. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and speak that's life right. into the atmosphere. The devil is alive. That's the kind of stuff. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're not feeling it yourself, but you're then you're. Your battle buddy is ministering uh, to you because, see, we when when I think of restoring each other back to a spiritual state, that's what I think about. That's right. And so, uh, but you definitely want a good battle buddy. That's right. Oh, a, a real a, a battle. A real one. A real one. Yeah. yeah. And say, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and pray about this thing. You know, not and the thing about it is. They don't even have to know what's going on. No, they don't have to know what's going on. But whatever it is, I don't even know. But I, we're going to pray about it. You know, let's go ahead and start speaking into the atmosphere right now. We're going to call those things that be not as though they were already. You know, that's that's going into war. That's right. You know, it, one of the, during that time for me, maintaining my peace, I have to make sure without a shadow of a doubt that I stay in a sane mind, mindset. I stay in a peaceful mindset. Even though my peace is disturbed, I have to talk to myself, Trey, get yourself together. Get, yeah. you know, get, get yourself lined up. This is not how you want to present yourself. But see, you know, you're evaluating yourself, and I think it's good to evaluate yourself, especially uh, when you feel that your peace has been touched by the wrong hand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, You ain't supposed to touch me. <laughs> yeah, you okay? Because I felt that just then. That's right. That's you know, right. you got thrown a curveball, and you were like, where did that come from That's right. but you felt the hit so you know but it's, it's definitely um one thing that you you got to have you got to meditate that's right you got to meditate on those good things that's right and uh, you definitely have to pray that's you know someone that you just click i always call it iron sharpen iron yeah <laughs> you know every time you talk to that one person they send you to the next level you feel like you can just run on that's your battle buddy that's yeah, the one okay because right i mean i'm just gonna tell you we are ministers doc and i but i i will tell you um as um as a minister myself if i'm having a moment i don't necessarily want to pick up the phone call my <laughs> better but you start quoting off all these scriptures talk to me mm-hmm. and uh and speak to speak to my spirit man even if you start speaking to the atmosphere that is surrounding me that's right touch and agree with me that this thing is going to be better tell me that i'm more than a conqueror you know uh speak speak to my my inner spiritual man so that you know we can get up out that thing that's right you know one of the most powerful things about maintaining your peace is that when your peace is disturbed, know that it ain't going to last. Man, you ever had your peace disturbed to the point that you didn't even want to leave your house? <laughs> I ain't going to church today. I ain't going to church. I don't want to deal with nobody. I ain't even answering my phone. <laughs> but you know, it only lasts as long as we allow it to it last. It only lasts as long as you allow it to last. You get hit, but don't stay in the pit. Get up get out of there. But don't stay That's a Twitter pit. moment. That's right. We got to put that on Facebook. Okay. You get hit, but don't stay in the pit because the pit was never designed for you to live yeah. in so you know but get on up get on you're gonna up. get hit it's gonna happen that's right it's gonna happen but maintain your integrity maintain your integrity and maintain your integrity you're gonna maintain your peace that's right i like and only live for so long that's right hey that's all the time we have you have been in the zone and this has been straight talk for christians i don't end a show without saying believe act 
and follow your destiny. And until next time, everyone everywhere, be blessed.